Thanks for tuning into this week's podcast. If you'd like to know more about our ministry, you can check us out on the web at hillsideassembly.org. You're about to hear a message from our current message series, and I hope you open your heart and mind to hear a word from God today. Listen, all you people in the foyer, there's not a song to start service today. You got to come in on your own, all right? But we are so excited that you're here this morning. God has some great things in store, and God's on the move. Do you believe it? Yes. I, do you believe God's on the move? Yes. Man, He has been meeting us in some incredible and amazing ways, and He's not done yet. And I believe today you're going to have an encounter with Jesus that is going to bless your socks off. And so I'm excited to get into today's service. So just a few things. If you're a guest with us, welcome to Hillside Assembly. My name is Eric. I'm the lead pastor here. We're thrilled to have you here today. Uh, We'd love for you to stop by at the end of service. We've got a table out in our foyer. We'd love for you to pick up some free gifts that would help you in your walk with Christ. We'll do an offering at the end of service. You can give uh, in our giving box in the foyer then. Uh, we've got a couple of announcements that we want to touch base on today. So today will be our church annual business meeting following the worship experience. So we're going to do God's business first, the church business second. That should, you guys should be excited about that, okay? Because uh, we don't want to do it the opposite way. That would be not a good thing. Uh, so we're going to have our church annual business meeting. So the way this will work is when we dismiss service today, uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll rearrange the stage a little bit. Uh, and then you can come back. Uh, there it will be a sign-up sheet for the roster and the foyer for those who currently have membership in Hillside Assembly. I want to say this. We didn't do a membership class this year. We normally do. And the reason we didn't, this is a me thing. Uh, I'm not happy with where our membership classes sit. We've made a huge step forward, but I feel like there's just some things that we need to change. And the national office has just released some tools to help us with that. And so we're taking our membership class, uh, we're going to retool it, uh, simplify it a little bit, and then we will launch that this next year. So we will give every person here an opportunity to be a member uh, so that next year at this meeting, you can sit in the membership and vote on things. Uh, So we will make those changes this following year. So don't feel like you're being left out, but we would love for you to stay today for the meeting. Uh, Members, if you would come back after after we have our break, and sit in the center sections, that would be great. And then visitors, you can sit on the two outside sections if you'd like to stay for our meeting. We'll dismiss our kids during service. And if you're staying for the meeting, you don't have to go down and get your kids. Uh, Miss Jackie's going to take care of that, and she's going to feed them, and they're going to have a whole bunch of fun this afternoon. So kids will be taken care of downstairs uh, for our membership class. A couple other things that we want to make mention of. Uh, next Sunday, March 5th, is the Rippin' Firefighters Barbecue. What a great organization our firefighters are. They serve our community so well. Uh, so we'd love to be able to support them. Tickets go on sale. Our tickets are on sale today. You can see Ron in our foyer. It's adults are $11. Kids get to eat for free, and it's the best chicken dinner you can get uh, for 11 bucks. I will guarantee that. And then we're really excited because going into March, it is Missions Month. And so we'll have Rachel Yokers here on Saturday, March 11th for our ladies. Uh, She is dynamite. Ladies, 
be here uh, for that. Uh, and I believe there is a special anointing on Rachel that God moves in her ministry in very special ways. In fact, the last time she preached at our church, we didn't meet in the sanctuary for a year and a half. So buckle up. Who knows what will happen after March 11th. Um, but one week later, one week and one day later, we'll have her boss with us, uh, who's Josh Ernst, and he'll be here for our missions convention. And so Sunday, March 19th, we'll have him at a 9 a.m. where he'll be talking about his ministry. 10 a.m. we'll be launching uh, into our actual missions. Can bear with you what they're doing. Uh, get on the missions field. And then uh, we'll also have an opportunity for faith promises uh, towards what we believe God is calling us to do for missions for this next year. So we've got a great services planned, great things in the future, but there's great things today, amen, amen. that God wants to do in people's lives. So we're just going to take a moment. We're going to invite Jesus and the Holy Spirit here to come and dwell among us because he wants to do something great in your life. Lord, this morning, God, we come before you. And Lord, it's hard sometimes for us to let go of the things that we hold so closely to all week long. Lord, there may have been things going on in our workplace, things going on in, in our home, things going on in our neighborhood that we've come in with a weight this morning. And Lord, if you would help us to let that go and to reach out and hold on to you this morning. Because Lord, you're wanting to do something in our life. You're wanting to speak into our life and into our spirit and bring change and transformation for every person that's here today. Lord, we welcome you to this place. You are welcome to do whatever you want to do. That Lord, would your will be done today? It is not about us checking boxes off for service. It's about spending time with our King and our Maker. Lord, visit this place today. Move in the hearts and the spirit of your people. And God's people said, Amen. Amen. Would you stand to your feet as we enter into worship today? The Word of God exhorts us in Psalm 100, verse 4, to enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise, to give thanks to him and praise his holy name. Can we do that today? I will enter his gates. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. One more. I will enter his days with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. For he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he Let's sing. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. 
today. God, I pray that you would move in your power and your might in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated this morning. Kids, we are ready to dismiss you to Kids Church. Miss Jackie is in the back. She is ready to go, and so you can go and connect with her. I hear you guys are going to continue to be working on worship downstairs. So excited by that. Uh, Of course, you guys are getting lunch today, which is a super blessing. And uh, that just motivates all the adults to get through church business so we can all go to lunch. So that's not a bad thing. Um, so we're not going to burst any balloons today in service. So don't, there should be no fear of anybody having a heart attack. Um, you know, last week, I just really strongly believe God did some incredible things in people's lives. Um, tough message to preach. But... I just saw the rewards of it. On Monday, we were out at Vines and Rushes, and just the sense of unity in our church was just so powerful. And then uh, I was here in the office Tuesday, and I I work in my office, but I will get up uh, periodically throughout the day and just come and usually pray in the sanctuary. Um, And as I was walking through the sanctuary, it was as if I was walking on rubble. And... uh, I just felt the Holy Spirit say, these are the walls that God just obliterated on Sunday. The walls of division uh, that we didn't even know existed. As I was thinking about that prepping for this Sunday, I just believe there's still more to come. I believe there's sweeter things for you uh, that God wants to do in and through your life. So let's start today. You guys would just roll that video. Something's coming. I can feel it. Something's always coming, I guess. Some kind of storm rolling in, always threatening. This looks like another big one. My dad always said, a man's got to be ready for anything. You do the work, you hunker down, you take care of what's yours. A man don't run when the storm's coming. That's what he said. You be strong, you be the mountain, You don't move. (sighs) He was a mountain, all right. Then he was gone. 
Sometimes mountains fall. The storm hits. The waters come up fast. Mountains can crumble and slide right off into the sea. I've seen it happen. I'm no mountain, and I'm not standing out here on my own, Dad. I found something stronger. God is my refuge. I don't run away, but I do run to Him. He shows up every time. He helps when it gets bad. Maybe this storm will miss us. Maybe not. Let it come, whatever it is. I'm not afraid anymore. I'm not even going to try to handle it on my own. I've seen what God can do. He is the storm sometimes. He's all the strength I need. He's the real mountain. I won't move as long as I'm with Him. So I'm sticking with Him, Dad. He is God. In Acts chapter 5, we see the church is experiencing a move of God. They're, they're beginning to see God pour through them. These Christians begin to go to the church looking for the answers that they need in life. We see that people are, are bringing out people that are, are sick, or, or they're, they're going out and saying, we need prayer because there's these challenges, and, and God is moving, and he's healing people, and he's restoring people. And we see in, in Acts chapter 5, for the first time, Luke mentions women as a part of the church. Amen. He goes, men and women. And this is a huge moment because the culture of the day treated women as possessions. But Luke is saying, in the kingdom of God, you're treated as a daughter of the king. Man, this is amazing stuff that's happening. But don't you know that sometimes when amazing things are happening, the winds of life blow and hardship and challenge comes? That's a guarantee. Those, those things will happen. And we're picking up in Acts chapter 5, verse 17. Then the high priest and, the, and his associates who were members of the party of the Sadducees, were filled with jealousy. Jealousy. Here you have a religious leader, uh, the high priest. He's connected to this group of Sadducees, which was kind of like a special interest group of the, of the day. And here they are, and, and it says they're jealous. Why, why are they jealous? Because they feel like they're losing their control over people. Can I tell you that Religions get upset, religious people, religious leaders get upset when God begins to move. And that's because they feel like they're losing their control. And when they lose their control, they feel they lose their power. But can I tell you, the church's power never came from control. The church's power comes from the Holy Spirit. It comes from the Word of God. It comes from God's presence. So here they are, they're jealous. Verse 18, they arrested the apostles and put them into public jail. Everything's going great. Everything's going awesome. And then you, you wrap up these 12 guys that are instigators and you throw them in jail. For what? For doing what God had asked them to do. They weren't being arrogant. They weren't being ignorant. 
They were full of the Holy Spirit, loving on people, praying for people. They weren't trying to incite riots. They weren't trying to overthrow the government. They were just sharing a message of hope, and yet now they find themselves in jail. Wow, but first, but then there's verse 19. But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the jail and brought them out. Go stand in the temple courts, he said, and tell the people all about this new life. At daybreak, they entered the temple courts as they had been told and began to teach the people. In the middle of the night, Jesus was about a jailbreak. <laughs> Can I tell you what God wants to do today in your life? He wants to set a jailbreak. That every person in here, there are some jails that you're sitting in today where it's difficult, where it's hard, where it's challenging. For some in here, you've been doing everything that God's been asking you to do, and, and, and you've been moving forward, and, and as you find out more what God was asking you to do, you're trying to step into it. And Maybe for some people here, you've started coming to church and starting connecting at church, and you're like, this is what God wants, but then all these things are happening at your workplace and at home or in your community, in your family, and you're just like, it's hard. It's hard to breathe. You feel like you've been put in prison. I want to let you know this morning, God understands. God understands. Anybody here like to walk out with, with some money today that they didn't walk into church with? A couple people? I, I got a $20 bill here. Would anybody like $20? Half the people are like, hey, if you want, if you catch. Okay, you, and this is a brand new bill. It's never been folded, right? Okay? But, but now I've folded it. And who, who, who still wants this? Really? Michaela, come here. You, you still want this $20 bill? Yeah. <laughs> more enthusiasm there. Well... I'm going to take it, and I'm going to crush it. You don't still want this. <laughs> really? Well, what if I step on it? And I, I rub it into the dirt a little bit. I mean, surely you don't want this now. It still has value? And you still want it? And you can have it. Here's the thing. It still has, I love what you said, it still has value. The value of that $20 didn't change because I folded it, or I crushed it, or I stepped on it. You still have value. You still have value. If you're crushed, if you feel like you've been stepped on, you feel like you've been beat up, you feel like the wind's been knocked out of you, I want to tell you, you are still valuable to the king. Your value hasn't changed because of your circumstances. Here's another one. Your value hasn't changed because of your choices. 
Some in here, yeah, you've been doing all the right things and you still feel like you're getting beat up. But there are other people in this place today who, who you know you've been making some poor decisions. And that's led to kind of maybe where you're at today. Here's the great news about Jesus. Whether we find ourselves in a mess by our own making or we had nothing to do with it and we're still in the middle of a mess, Jesus is still here. And he still sees the value in you. Your value hasn't changed in his eyes. He's just ready for a jailbreak to set you free. You have value in the kingdom. Today, I'm going to just simply do this. I want to remind you of some promises in God's kingdom. There's a total of 17. I'm going to go through them pretty quickly. And what I've done today is I have printouts for these. And not only did they have the promise that I'm going to share with you, but we've also attached a scripture and printed out the scripture for each one of these so that you know it's just not pastor up here making stuff up. All of these promises are found in the word of God today. And you can take these and you can put them in your Bible. You can put them up on your fridge. You can put them up uh, on, on, your, on your mirror where you brush your teeth and you can look at a promise each day. If that's, that's what God leads you to do, this, this is a tool for you. It's available for you today. Just ask me for it after service. I have to print more. I'll print more. That's not a problem. I just want to remind you of some promises that God has. And I think everybody in here just needs to be reminded of some of the promises God has for your life. Let's start looking at these and the value of the value that, that God has for you. You say, I'm unlovable, but God says you're forever loved. Somebody in this place feels that you, you're not lovable. I want you to know, God says, you are forever loved. That's powerful, forever loved. You've got value in his kingdom. Or, uh, you face something that's bigger healed. The fractured mind sometimes that we feel we have, you're healed. Promise three, I say I'm weak, but God says he makes you strong. You're strong in Christ. You recognize that you're a sinner, but God says you're forgiven. You feel abandoned, but God says you're adopted. You say you're broken, but God says he makes you whole. You feel rejected. You feel rejected. Like you don't fit in anywhere. This morning, God says you are his. You say you're all alone, but God says he's with you. You say, I'm hopeless. Maybe you've just screwed up this week. You know what? There are two. I've screwed up not once, twice in major ways this week. Twice. I, like, I didn't get it the first time. I did it again. We can feel that way. We can feel hopeless. But God says, because of him, we're hopeful. You say, I don't have a purpose, I'm purposeless. But God says you were created with a purpose. That God has plans for you that you just haven't realized yet. You say that you failed, but God says you're victorious in Christ. You say you're lost, but God says he gives you direction. You say you're worried, anxious, and afraid, but God says with him you are peace-filled. You're unhappy, but God says... 
You're joy-filled. You say you're afraid, but God says you are powerful, loved, and that you have a sound mind. You say you're nothing special, but God says you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You say you're worthless, but God says Jesus died because you're worth it. Your value hasn't changed because you're going through a tough time. Your value hasn't changed because you made poor decisions. Robbie, if you'd come to the piano. Just because we follow God doesn't mean that we don't struggle. And just because God's moving doesn't mean that everything's going to be easy. I think we get stuck in this mindset. We come to Christ and then everything's like roses all the time and it's, it's not. We've got an enemy that wants the only thing he has left, the only play the devil has left is to try to steal the relationship you have with God. That's his only play. That's it. And he'll throw everything and the kitchen sink to try to get you to stop talking with God, to stop getting into God's word, to stop coming to church, to stop building healthy relationships, to stop doing ministry or being involved in serving your community. He'll throw everything at you. And life is tough. There's pain that we go through. There's loss that we deal with. There's problems that we have to be involved in. But we don't have to do it alone. How many times have we prayed, for those of you who've grown up in the church, we pray, we want to see miracles and we want to see healings. But the, the truth is, is that we pray we want to see those things. Well, if we're praying for a miracle, that means there has to be a need. <laughs> Right? We want, God, we want to see miracles. We're actually saying, we need to send in us. Forget about is coming. The 12 leaders of the church find themselves in prison for doing the one thing God asked them to do. And in the middle of the night, the angel goes, I got the keys to the cell. Here's the interesting thing. We'll talk about it probably next week. Is the next morning they go and they're going to make a spectacle out of these 12 leaders. They're going to put on a big show. They go to get these guys out of jail. The door's still locked, and there's nobody in the prison. The guards had been there all night. They're like, nobody's come. Nobody's gone. I don't know, wh- I don't know what happened. I don't know how God did it. But here's what I do know. I know that he did do it. And that those 12 guys walked out of that prison free men. And I believe today that you can walk out of this place a free man or a free woman in Jesus. We're about to open these altars up and invite you to come and just spend time with him. And I already know, we've talked about this a few weeks ago, there is this thing in us that says, I can't go to the altar because someone will think there's something wrong with me. God already knows there's something wrong with you. 
your pastor already knows there's something wrong with you. And if you have a relationship with anybody in this church, they all know something's wrong with you too. Because we are all works in progress. We're not works in perfection. We're works in progress. And, and I don't know why we feel like the altar is where you go if something's wrong with you. The altar is where you go when you want to get closer to the king. It's an invitation to come be in his presence. It's an invitation for him to touch your mind and your heart. It's not a place of our insignificance or our, 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 all the things that are messed up in our life. It is a mark, of, the altar is a mark of God's grace and power and strength. It's a place we should love to go to. And it's a place we should have in our daily life, not just on Sunday mornings in a church service. There's a place where we should be able to go and fall on our knees and just be real before God and confess our heartbreak and our hurts and our disappointments and have an opportunity for God to speak into our life his promises and truth. That's repentance. Confession is saying, God, this is the reality of where I'm at. Repentance is God speaking to us and then us choosing to believe in the promises. God wants to do that for you today. Before I call you to come, Robbie's going to lead us in this worship song. It's been on my heart all week. I told Mike this all week long. I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing with it. Some of you might know it, and if not, you can just listen, but let's just take a moment and have this worship song sink into our soul. Robbie, would you lead us? G 
If you just want to come and worship, come and seek, you're just hungry for God. You, maybe you have a need that needs to be met. Maybe there's a, a thing in your life that, that, that Jesus is dealing with you today, a sin issue that you just need to come and, and repent of. Or, or, or maybe you just, you just need God to speak promises into your life today. Maybe you don't even know what you need. You don't even know what you want, but you just know that you need a touch from God today. Would you just come to the altar and just begin to worship, begin to lift up your hands, begin to ask God to move in your life? Would you just come? No, nobody's going to do anything weird. Nobody's going to give you a wet willy or stick their finger up your nose or breathe in your face. That's not what we're going to do here. We're just going to allow God the opportunity to move. We might move in a few moments and have some people come pray with you, but, but just come. Don't be embarrassed. Just come. If you're hungry for God to just do something, to set you free, you're hungry for more of him, you're hungry for his spirit this morning, just come to the altar.
minute. Let's just seek his face. person here this morning that you have been prayed over for a healing in your life, and this morning, kind of what your mind is telling you is that, well, it's not that bad. I'm better than I was. It could be worse. I want to encourage you, and maybe you've come to the altar dozens of times. I want to encourage you to come again. I don't want you to miss out on something that God might do. Don't say, I'm good enough. God has his very best for you. Best three people this morning to come and work the altars this morning, Hannah, Adrian, um, and Katie Worthing, if you'd come and just, I just want you to keep seeking. Don't, don't look around. Just seek the Lord. These, these three are just going to come by. They're going to just lay hands on your shoulder. They're going to pray for you. And I just believe that the Spirit of God is going to do what the Spirit of God wants to do this morning. It's not about personalities. It's not about, it's not about preferences. It's not about trying to figure out how God's going to move. These three are just going to start laying hands on you and just pray for you. And I believe what you need, God is going to begin to do in and through your life this morning. If you guys would just begin to move and pray for people. Robbie, lead us in that song again. Jesus. 
up front and you haven't gotten prayed for, I want you to raise your hand. Nobody's, nobody leaves here without getting prayed for. So guys, just keep moving. coming to me this morning is just an awakening. Would you just pray for us to experience an awakening of his presence in the days ahead, that we would just have encounters with him unlike anything we've experienced before. Our, our spirits would be awoken to him being with us and, and the things he's doing. Dear Jesus, 
thank you for your spirit that's with us. Thank you for your Holy Spirit and, and for being with us always. But God, sometimes it's so hard to feel you through the things we go through with the stresses of life, the fights we have with people, through our anxieties. Sometimes it's hard to grasp that you're with us. God, I pray in the time going forward from now that you'd awaken our spirits to sensing you, God. We know that if we're in you, God, that you are within us. Help us to get a better sense of you. I pray that you'd work in us more strongly than you have, that you'd speak to us, that you'd give us wisdom to spend time in your word and praying, and that you would remind us constantly that you're here with us. Please help us to not forget that you are here within us, God, and the power that you've given within us. I pray that through today and through this week and forward, that we'd seek you more and we'd feel you more, God. Awaken our spirit to feel you more than we have before. As we get ready to, to close today uh, and transition to our business meeting, talking with Jeff about this earlier. <laughs> I wasn't emotional like I am now, but I've been a part of several different churches. But what God is doing here is special. I've been a part of bigger churches that were busier. That has not had the impact that this church has had in this community or the impact that this church has had on missions. For what God does through the people of this church, for a church our size, it is amazing. Church, would you stand to your feet this morning before we transition? And let's thank God that we're a part of a church family that is alive. And that we know that he still moves and he still does great things. Begin to just thank God that he loves on us and that he, through his grace he would use us to impact this community the way he has. Lord, we are grateful this morning. We are grateful that you stretch us and you grow us. God, we don't want to become a church that's busy. God, we want to become a church that seeks your face. God, we don't want to do churchy things. We want to be about the church's business. God, we want to have deeper relationships and healthier relationships with each other and with our community. We want to be a church that serves like the New Testament church that we see in the book of Acts, that's engaged in the community, that has opportunities to share the goods badge is to share the gospel message with people. God, we want to see marriages restored. We want to see minds restored. We want to see hate 
broken down and divisions tore down, not just in this church. I believe what you did last week in this church, you will do in our community. You will tear down the walls of division that have separated us. And that, God, your healing is going to be poured out of this place in the days to come. That, Lord, there would be people restored to health and healing. Lord, that you would touch minds of people who feel they're being shredded by the enemy. That you would restore them to perfect health in their minds. God, that this church would be about the mission of the kingdom, that we would continue to support missionaries here at home and abroad. We would invest in special projects, that we would be able to do more than we ever thought possible. How many times have we prayed that over our offerings? And God, to see that you have been faithful and true to honor that word, that prayer. How blessed we are. God, help us. We've come a long way. We have come a long way. But God, there are more mountaintops to climb. There are more things to summit, more things to experience more missions trips to go on, more moments to see people and to rejoice with in celebration as you move in people's lives, more growth to be had in our personal relationship with you. You are good. Jesus, I just want to say I love you. I love you. I love this church. I love our community. Thank you for the opportunity you give us. Lord, may your grace be in this place. And Lord, as we turn our attention, God's going through the church business and there is so much to celebrate. Lord, we thank you for the leaders that you've raised up in this place and that you continue to raise up. Lord, we pray over our offering today as we have the opportunity to give. May we be faithful in giving of our tithes. Lord, may you meet the needs of the people in this place in great and mighty ways. For the person this week that struggles, they've kept it to themselves, but struggle to go to the grocery store and have enough. This week, bless them because you are a God of abundance. However you want to do it, I do put no stipulations on you, but bless them, provide, because you are a provider. Lord, out of our tithes and offerings that come in, God, would you put your hand upon them, and would you continue to let us do more for the kingdom than we ever, ever thought possible? Lord, we thank you for the opportunity you give us to be your church. Lord, we give you praise, glory, and honor. And God's people said...